How are you guys today? Welcome back to another session. If you are new here, my name is Emilio Jose Garcia. And today we're going to be talking about another executive functioning skill. And this one is attention control and focus. Okay, it's like two skills in one. Welcome Libby. Good morning. Hi CJ from California. Hi Almas. How are you guys today? Happy Tuesday. Hello, Irina from Mumbai, India. Nice. I was in your city a long time ago. Uh, Libby from Canada. I am in Waterloo, Canada. It's a city that is like one hour south west from Toronto. And I am originally from Barcelona, Spain. Just in case you were wondering of because of my accent. You can tell. So, guys, thank you so much for being here today. Um, <clears throat> this is a series. Uh, this is a part of the series of lives that I am doing about executive functioning skills. And I chose to do a series because I released my new course, Understanding Your Executive Functioning Skills, like a few weeks ago. And it's just such an interesting topic. All these skills are really, really helpful to really understand. And they are going to help us manage our life better. They are going to help us with time management. They are going to help us with procrastination. They are going to help us with organization, personal organization, home organization. They are going to help us with self-care, with mental health, with emotions, with communication, these are basic skills that we all use on a daily basis, okay? So that's why I thought it was important and to just do a series of, of lives to complement my course. So love from India. Thank you, Saba. So guys, if you haven't uh, enrolled yet, I invite you to enroll in my course. It, you can find it on, if you go to my profile, just type my name, Emilio Jose Garcia, click in there, you will see my face and then you will see different tabs, okay? So one tab says courses. If you click in there, you will see my four courses that I have and you can enroll in the, the one that I'm talking about. It's called Understanding Your Executive Functioning Skills, okay? But I have one about minimalism, what about creating your peaceful and clutter-free home, and one about self-care, okay? Uh, so I invite you to take that course, start. It's an 18-day course, okay? So 18 sessions. And these lives are going to be a beautiful complement for all of you guys if you are taking the course. And if you don't, that's fine. You can still get a lot of value from it. Another thing that I want to mention is that these live sessions are being recorded. Okay, so you can find the recordings. If you go to my profile on Inside Timer and you go to the tab that says about, okay, there is a link in there. Just click in that link and that will take you to a page. It's my Inside Timer page. And you will see I have a, a tab. I have a button for accessing my profile. I have a button for accessing the live recordings. And I also have a button for accessing my my VIP, brand new VIP membership that you will get access to all the courses that I have created until now, plus all the recordings from these sessions. Okay? So... <clears throat> Yeah, so that's what I, I just want you guys to know where to find things, okay? So thank you so much. Um, 
Erin says, hi, all from Indiana. For two years, I traveled monthly to Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo, and Elmira. Wow, so you you were in my neighborhood, Erin. <laughs> Those cities are very close to me. Amazing. So let's do a little practice before we get started, okay? So I invite you to like just sit comfortably if you can, or if you are walking, just, just relax, take a couple of deep breaths, okay? Just notice how you feel. You can close your eyes if that feels good to you. Closing the eyes allow you to stop receiving visual information and it allows you to go inside between you more easily. Okay? So just listen to the singing ball. I invite you to bring your attention to this session. I want you to bring your focus to this session to maintain it for the next 45 minutes, if you can. And if you can't, I invite you to notice what's, what happened, what happens, okay? Just notice, where do you go? Do you start thinking about to-dos that you have? Are you emotionally charged because of something that happened? Are you feeling tension somewhere in your body and you just go there? Are you bored and you need more stimulation? Just notice it. It's okay. It's perfect. You are receiving signs of something that you need to pay attention to. So just keep breathing. If you want, you can just move your shoulders a little bit up and down, okay? While you breathe, just notice how they relax. And I invite you to move your face too. Move your cheeks, open and close your mouth. Make funny faces. There is so much tension in our faces, guys. Yes, I invite you to notice how much tension you may have that you are not aware of. If you have a mirror, just look at yourself in the mirror while you do this. <laughs> while you do these faces, because they are funny. You may, you may laugh a little bit at yourself in a good way. And when you feel complete, just come back, open your eyes, if you had them closed. Just keep breathing throughout the session. Just keep paying attention to the way you breathe, okay? And today we're going to be talking about attention control and focus, okay? So... There are two concepts that are that they work together, okay? And there are many definitions out there that you can find, but basically to make it simple, okay? Attention control means being aware of where you are placing your attention, okay? So right now you have chosen 
to place your attention from all the possibilities that are in front of you, okay, you have chosen to be here. Okay, so you brought your attention to this live session. Okay, so that will be your attention control. You chose to set the intention to I'm going to be at Emilio's live session this morning for 45 minutes or for whatever long you can. Okay, and then focus. It's going to be your ability to maintain that attention in this activity that you have chosen. Okay, so another example. Imagine that you are creating your ideal week and you are thinking about the things that you want to see on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. And imagine that you have chosen to say, for example, I am setting the intention to do 15 minutes of meditation every morning after getting up of bed. One example. So your attention control is going to be the executive functioning skill that is going to facilitate you being able to bring your attention to that specific task of meditation every morning. Okay, that's going to be your attention control. You are going to have a reminder in your calendar. You are going to have a post-it by your bedside table. Or maybe you have really good memory and you remember. Whatever strategy you use, it doesn't matter as long as you are bringing your attention and you are deciding, I am going to sit here and meditate, okay, for 15 minutes. That was my intention. So that's your attention control. And then your focus, your ability to focus is your ability to stay present, to maintain the, the, your attention in that meditation for the time that you have decided, for 15 minutes in this case, okay? You can decide a different amount of time. But these are the two skills that we're going to be talking about today. Okay, so attention control and focusing. Okay, and those two are, they relate to each other because every time you're doing a task, you need to shift your attention from whatever you are doing into this new activity. Okay, and then you have to be able to maintain your focus for the amount of time that you have decided. Okay, there is a lot of intentionality behind this, guys. When you are trying to create a new habit, like it could be doing 15 minutes of meditation or maybe drinking a glass of water when you get up or maybe taking three deep breaths every three hours or whatever you are trying to create until it becomes something automatic, until it becomes a habit because, because you have repeated for a long time, because you have repeated over and over and over and it's ingrained in your brain until you create those connections and it becomes a habit, you require a lot of effort, okay? You require a lot of presence, a lot of intention to, from all the options that you have in front of you, you choose to bring your attention to that specific activity. And then you choose to decide for how long you're going to be there and you choose to maintain your focus for that amount of time, okay? So just keep in mind that. And there are other executive functioning skills that we have covered that they are task initiation, okay, task completion, and shifting your energy, okay? So those are also skills that are in play here and that they work together. 
So this is the power of being aware of these skills independently. Because now you start to make the connections of, oh, wow, when I am trying to create a new habit, that is why I have a hard time. That's why it's so difficult for me to stick to it. Because there is so many steps that you have to take and repeat with presence until it becomes a habit. And what you are really doing in your brain, inside your brain, okay, you are using your metacognition to reflect and to think about the way you think. And what you are doing inside, you are choosing different neuropathways. You are choosing a different possibility for yourself. Okay, and inside your head, internally, you are deciding not to follow the pathways that you normally follow, the highways that you have created, that they are seamless, they are comfortable, they are fast. They don't require your attention, your presence, because they just happen, because you have repeated them for how long? Years, decades, 40 years, 30 years. So now you are choosing something different. And you are creating new connections in your brain by bringing the presence, by bringing intention, by deciding, I am going to do this today. I choose to create this new habit. And I am starting today. And I am going to repeat it every day until it becomes a habit. Because this is important for me. So that work of you reminding yourself of the reasons why you are doing this, this work of setting the reminders or having an accountability partner or writing it in your journal or writing it in the mirror <laughs> in your bathroom so that when you go half asleep and you look at yourself, you see the message there. Whatever you use to remind yourself, you are making a conscious intention and decision of doing something different. Okay, And that's when you are choosing to control your attention and to bring your attention into that specific new activity. And then you are going to start using your focus to really stay there. And you are going to start feeling like if you start meditating in the morning, for example, you are going to start noticing the first day, I want to have my coffee, I want to wash my face, I want to take a shower, I just want to get dressed, I need to make the bed. All these things are going to be because the body needs to move. You want to keep going, right? And guys, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be difficult and it's going to feel weird. But you are choosing this. So this is one aspect of attention control that you can pay attention to. Okay? Especially when you are trying to create a new habit. Attention control can also apply to things that you do regularly. Okay? Maybe every day you do specific activities and maybe you use your metacognition skill to reflect about maybe frustrations that you are experiencing. And then when you are experiencing a frustration, a frustration is the entry door, the entry point for you to recognize that there is something that is not working for you in your life. Okay? A frustration is a wonderful entry point that is shaking you is pushing your buttons, okay, for you to do something different. This is what a frustration is, okay? A frustration can be, ah, every time I want to 
file my papers. I have a pile of papers on top of, of my filing cabinet and it's just so inconvenient to put it in there and I just end up putting my paper on top. But I know that when I need to find that paper, I'm going to be frustrated because I won't find it because then I have to go through the pile and the pile every day gets bigger. And every time I look at that pile, I feel overwhelmed. And when I have to do taxes, it's a disaster. See, that's a frustration that is escalating. Okay, so your attention control can be in the sense of I am bringing my attention to do something with this pile of papers. Okay, and then once I'm done with this pile of papers, putting it in the filing cabinet, I am going to use my attention control to every time I have a new paper, I am going to bring my attention to the present moment for a minute and I'm going to make a decision. Do I need to keep it? Do I need to file it away? Do I need to take an action on it? And then you are going to use your attention and your focus to do something with that paper. And then you are going to complete the process, whatever process you have created, okay? And this is something that is also very important, guys. Attention, control, and focus. For how long do you have to focus on a task? You get to decide that, okay? You get to decide that. Some people say, okay, I'm going to tackle, let's go back to the filing cabinet example. <laughs> I need to tackle my papers, okay? Maybe you are the kind of person that say, I need to do this in, in one go. I'm going to sit there, spend a full day, and I'm going to finish all those papers in one go. If that's you, go for it. Maybe you need to set your attention and stay focused for like five hours. If you can do that, go ahead and do it. Maybe you are a 15-minute person and you say, 15 minutes is the top. I don't want to do more than that because I don't like doing papers. But I know if I do 15 minutes every day for a week, that's compounding. And at the end of the process, I'm going to have all the papers either recycled, shredded, or filed in, in the right folders, okay? But you are choosing that. So when you start your day and you have that task, of paper organization, you have decided that I am bringing my attention to this task and I am maintaining my focus for 15 minutes. And then you can use a timer, okay? You can set a timer for 15 minutes, okay? And then when the timer goes, you are transitioning out of that task. And then you are going to feel, you are gonna feel well, you are gonna feel accomplished, and you have followed, see, <laughs> time is, is up. And you are going to be okay with yourself because you have achieved what you set the intention to. If after doing the 15 minutes, you notice I can do more than that, then you, you are learning. You are using your metacognition now to learn that you have the capacity to do more than 15 minutes. That's great. So move forward. Maybe you do 30 minutes instead of 15 minutes. If you set 15 minutes and you are overwhelmed and you notice that your focus is going everywhere after three minutes, don't punish yourself. Just change the time to three minutes right now. Don't try to achieve 15 minutes if that's very difficult and almost not doable for you right now. Start with three minutes. And then when you complete the three minutes, you will feel well. You will notice, wow, I maintain my focus for three minutes. Maybe tomorrow I can try three and a half minutes. And then you start making progress. 
And I promise you, when you start seeing progress, that's when the motivation starts taking in, kicking in. That's when the excitement starts kicking in. And then that's when you start building up towards something greater. But the pace is going to look different for all of you. Okay, so let's see what you guys are saying here. Um, maybe it's just me, but uh, the discomfort of a new habit significantly fades if I am fully committed for three days. Beautiful, Amy. So you have discovered that if you fully commit to something for three days, you notice that that discomfort fades away. And that's most likely because you start to create neurological pathways that are helping you to start following that habit with a little bit more ease. And you have shown your body and your brain that it is safe, that it is doable, that it is not scary, that it's something that is starting to feel familiar. So all those things are the resistance that we are going to face when we are trying to, to do something for a longer period of time than what we normally do it for. Okay? Uh, I have so much paper that are in containers. <laughs> yeah, so I know that you guys love paper. You guys have, you keep it because you love it, right? You have all these mountains of papers because you love seeing it, seeing those piles of paper. They make you feel accomplished and successful, doesn't it? Just kidding. I know paper is a big, uh, a big problem for many people. That's why I chose paper, but can be anything in your life that you are trying to change, okay? Consistency is a challenge, but so crucial. Yeah, it takes discipline for me to not bulldoze through a task to completion. For consistency, the Pomodoro technique works better. Yeah, Amy, thank you. The Pomodoro technique, guys, if you're not familiar with it, it's a, I have a live session about that, but it's basically using a timer. And you set an intentional amount of time. The standard is 20 minutes, okay? You, you set a 20-minute timer and you do you set your intention for 20 minutes in a specific task. So you are shifting your attention into that specific task. So that's attention control. And then you are maintaining your focus for 20 minutes in that specific task. Okay, that's focus control. When you finish those 20 minutes and the timer goes off, you do five-minute break. And then you do another 20 minutes of, of intentional time, another Pomodoro. And then you do another five minute breaks. And then you do another 20 minutes of intentional time. And then you do a longer break, normally 15 to 20 minutes. And then you can repeat the process again. I invite you to play with the amount of time, okay? 20 minutes intentional time and five minutes break. It may not be the right number for you. So just give it a try. No expectations. Notice what's happening. Notice how much time can you handle. Okay? Notice in every specific task how much time can you handle because some people can sit in front of the computer for three hours straight, but they cannot do a different activity that is maybe more physical for that amount of time. Okay? And may maybe they sit for three hours, but then they notice, wow, I am really drained. So maybe next time three hours is too much. Maybe I need to include a break in there. And then you start discovering what's working for you, discovering what energizes you. And this is when self-care comes into place, okay? Self-care, wellness, mental health, mindfulness. 
when you are trying to discover how do you control your attention and how long can you focus for depending on the activity type and depending on the time of the day, okay, and depending on the circumstances and who you are with and the environment that, that you are in, you are going to start discovering how many breaks do I need? What do I need to do in my breaks? Maybe you use your self-care list that you have learned how to do. And if you haven't, you can listen to a recording on how to create your own self-care list. And then you can look at the activities that you have in there and say, oh, I'm going to work. I'm going to maintain my focus for 15, 20 minutes. And then when I take a break, I'm going to juggle my balls for three minutes and drink a glass of water. Or maybe I'm going to go around the block and enjoy the sunshine and take a few deep breaths. Or maybe I'm going to go outside and call my friend and laugh with him a little bit. Or maybe I'm going to go to Facebook and check my handle of the group that I follow because they always share stuff that I like. Or maybe I'm going to enjoy a coffee. Or maybe I'm going to have a conversation with my partner if he or she is around. So you start discovering, and again, no expectations, guys. Start testing. Start keeping track of things. Start noticing. That didn't work. I didn't like that. I love that. You know what? Playing a game of squash in the middle of the day, it really helps me out because I sit all morning here and then I go to the gym and then going to the gym, I take my electric skateboard and it's playful getting there and then I play exercise, I sweat and then I spend time with a, with the guy I'm playing with and I have a chat, it's social and then I take a beautiful shower and then I get on my skateboard and I come back home and I spent one and a half hours for myself. I did a bunch of activities that energized me. And then I can sit down for another three hours to do work. I love doing that. It really energizes me. So that's something that I discovered by trying and testing. So start doing the same in your life, okay? So <laughs> JG says, paperwork everywhere. I need a good organized system. I like the 15 minutes per day. <laughs> Yeah, JG, uh, just for you to know, I think I have a live session here on Inside Timer that you can search. And I think it was called Discovering Your Paper Flow, something like that. You can find that session and it talks. we talk all about paper in there and give you a really good framework to follow when it comes to paper and what to do with them. I invite you to listen to that, okay? If you're looking at how to. Yeah, so people are talking about the Pomodoro, Pomodoro 25 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Godavari says, laughing out loud, Emilio, papers are my best friends. Guys, just think for a second. If you are keeping all those piles of paper in front of you and you start making piles everywhere, wouldn't you say that they become your best friends because they are always there? And wouldn't you say that there is a reason why you are creating those piles? Maybe you like looking at them. <laughs> Just being playful here with you guys. Don't don't take it personally. It's just playful. So Becca says, a jar of strips with a self-care task on each one. Pull out a strip during a break and do that task. Emilia's suggestion, a really good one. Yeah, love that, Becca. Having the jar, a mason jar that you put all the self-care activities that you can do in maybe one to five minutes, guys. You just write all the ideas there. Throw all these little pieces of paper in the jar shake that jar, open the lid, pick one, and that's what you are doing. And if you don't like it, pick another one. (laughs) 
it's really nice. Yeah, playful is the best way. Yeah, guys, playful, trying to find the playfulness in things is always the most light-hearted um, way of trying to accomplish something. Uh, Amy says, what is the role of intuition and spontaneity in all of this? Not just this topic, but the entire course. I have tendency towards rigidity, OCD behavior. What is the middle way? Amy, great question. What is what is the intuition and what is the spontaneity in, in all of this? So I recommend that you guys, at least this is how it works for, my, for me and for my brain, okay? Maybe it is different for you and you always have to honor the way you learn best, okay? In my own personal case, how I learn best, when I tackle the executive functioning skills, the first thing that I need to be aware of in my case is what are these skills? What do they do? How do they show up in my life? So that was the first question that I asked myself. Are you aware of, of what they are? And I say, no, I don't really, I cannot name them. Name them. So I don't really, I can name some of them, but I am not familiar with them. I don't know what they do. And if I don't know what they do and I am not aware of them independently, I have a hard time visualizing and noticing them in my life. I don't know how they show up in my life. So I cannot observe them because I'm not really sure what I'm observing. But when I started to break them down and I started to go one by one and I started to understand, okay, task initiation. Task initiation is when you are starting a task and that involves X, Y, and Z. And so many times you don't initiate a task and you procrastinate. And you procrastinate because of emotional emotions or because of time management or because of, you see, I started connecting things and then we have emotional self-regulation. Okay, I understand what that does. I understand the importance of emotionally self-regulating myself. Now I can go to Google and I can search for strategies to self-regulate my emotions. And now I am diving deeper into that specific one. Okay, so that's something that helps my brain to become aware, to understand the possibilities, to understand the different pathways that I could create if I wanted to. But I don't have to do everything. I'm just becoming aware. And then I know, okay, I have working memory. And then there is emotional self-regulation. And then there is metacognition. And those three skills are helping me manage the way I think and the way I feel. And then I have, I have a task initiation and task completion and time management and prioritization and sequencing. And those skills are helping me control and manage the way I act, okay, how I do things efficiently. So when I started to become aware of these skills independently, that helps my brain to then start being creative, creative and start using my intuition to start feeling like I am having a hard time with this task. I feel myself procrastinating. Like, guys, a, a real example here. I am creating in my own website, I am creating a new brand new academy. That academy includes a VIP membership for people to access all the courses at once and it includes a live section. Okay, where I am going to show up live every week and my wife is doing it too. 
it's still not finished and it's been months. And what I take out of this experience, in my own experience, is I am not blaming myself. I am not judging myself. I'm just observing, okay? I am using my metacognition skill to reflect and observe what's coming up here. Why can't I finish that page? Why can't I commit to one session a week? And then I start noticing resistance. I start noticing fear. I start noticing fear of commitment, losing flexibility, losing my freedom, not being good enough when I show up, lacking ideas to show up weekly, emotions, and then my self-regulation skill needs to show up there. But I understand how it works. I understand the possibilities that I have, I can access to. So now I can access that emotional self-regulation from a different place because I am aware, because I have internalized the concept of what it is, how it works, and strategies I could follow, okay? So now it's not me feeling a bunch of emotions and resistance and not knowing what to do with them. Now it's me sitting here, first of all, being really kind to myself. Okay, Emilio, it's okay if you don't finish it yet. Clearly, there is something that is standing on the way because you need to learn about this. Clearly, there is something that you are facing here that is way deeper than you think. Okay, so what can I use here? Okay, I'm going to use my emotional self-regulation to just bring myself down, to bring that, that charge down so that my overwhelm doesn't escalate to a point that is uncontrollable. And then I feel anxiety. Okay, okay. I can breathe. I can be playful. I can talk about it. I can bring it to my circle. So emotional self-regulation and metacognition are working here. I, I have fear of, of forgetting things, working memory skill, guys. Okay, I don't want to miss these ideas. I need to break them down. I don't want to feel uh, that I let myself down because I forgot of this great idea. Guys, strategy to complement my, my working memory, usually my journal. Okay, and then I go down to, okay, how can I implement this in the most efficient way? And, and when? Time management skill in action. Okay, and then task initiation in action, avoiding procrastination. Why am I procrastinating? Emotional self-regulation, uh, lack of knowing how to do it technically in the, in the platform. So now I know what to do. I need to learn more about that. And then I, I am overcoming slowly obstacles. And the only way for me to be able to see those obstacles and to become aware of them and to do something different was to analyze this situation and what was happening from different angles. And that's when my intuition starts kicking in and that flexibility, Amy, that you are looking for. So the first time I invite you to listen to the course and become aware of the skills. The second time you start noticing and paying attention. And then you can start using strategies that you feel called for, that you feel maybe work working for you. And then you start testing and you start noticing, reflecting and doing more of what works and less than what doesn't work. And if something doesn't work and you have a strong reaction to it, there is something you need to learn about it most likely. There is something you need to dig deeper, dive deeper into, okay? And that's your intuition saying you, do I need to give up this? Or, or I want to give this up because it's uncomfortable. 
and this is your metacognition questioning, okay? So do I need to do something about this or can I let it go, okay? And that's when you allow yourself to know there is really nothing else I need to do here. I don't feel emotionally charged. I think I look at everything in here and I can let this go and move on with the next thing. But sometimes it's like, no, I don't want to let go of these live sessions because I know deep inside my intuition, my gut feeling is telling me I have to do them. My soul, my spirit is telling me you have to do this. But now it's finding the way to make them happen. Now it's facing the resistance face to face. Like, Emilio, what are you afraid of? And then writing down everything you are afraid of. I'm afraid of not being good enough. I'm afraid of people not showing up. I'm afraid of not having enough ideas to commit weekly. I'm afraid of losing my freedom because if I want to do something else and I have committed and people are waiting for me, I'm afraid of having to commit and doing something that I don't like when I don't like it and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then I have to remind myself, what is my intention here? How important is this for me? Is this worth committing to? And this is deep work in action, guys. And this was possible because of my awareness of all these executive functioning skills. If I wasn't aware of all of them and how they work and how I can use them, I will not be able to move forward the way I did. And I'm still facing that. This is still a reality, guys. I'm still facing the resistance. I'm still sitting in front of my computer, scheduling these lives and thinking... Oh, I don't want to do more of this. This is uncomfortable. I don't want to commit. And I feel it in my gut. It's right there. But I know that that's resistance I need to work through. This is not something I want to let go of. And that's the difference here. Like my gut feeling is telling me, you have to do this. Even if you don't know how to, even if you are a roller coaster of emotions, even if this feels uncomfortable and uncertain. And you don't know if it's going to work. You have to do this. So I have to honor that intuition and push through. That's my own situation, my own experience, okay? So I hope that this shines a light on you, Amy. Like, again, we take concepts and we put them in our heads, okay? Once we have the concepts in our head, we need to be emotional about them. We need to be... uh, We need to flow through them. We need to really understand them, let them sink, integrate them in our lives and really use them as we see fit. So I don't want you to become a slave of the strategies that I'm sharing in the lesson because maybe they don't work for you and that's okay. Uh, At least you are becoming aware like these strategies, they don't work for me. So what can I do instead? Or maybe from the 10 strategies that I share, maybe two, when you are listening to them, This is what what can happen, guys. You are listening to the strategies, okay? I'm sharing the first one, the second one, the third one. And then the first one, you say, meh, but you don't feel anything, meh. Second one, wow, that's an amazing idea. Wow, excitement shows up, right? So write it down, guys. Follow that intuition. The third idea, what are you talking about, Emilio? Are you crazy? You need to look into that, okay? You need to look into that. Why do you think you need to look into that? (laughs) Because there is a strong emotion, okay? When you notice a strong reaction, that lack of flexibility, guys, another executive functioning skill, cognitive flexibility or adaptable thinking. 
that's something that I pay attention to myself. When someone says something or I see something that makes me react that way, like, what are you talking about? Or that's such a... When I notice myself being so emotionally charged, I know that there is something in there for me to learn, to explore, to understand, because I'm becoming very rigid. I am very extreme and I am protecting myself and I am judging. So that's a clear point of view that it's telling me, Emilio, there is something there that is not sitting well with you, but it is not neutral. You didn't say, ah, that's not for me. No, you just had a really strong reaction to it. So there is clearly something there for you to to look at. So that's how you bring awareness to this. That's how you follow your intuition. And that's how you go from concepts in your head to actually experiencing and integrating these skills in your day-to-day life according to your gut feelings, according to your intuition. Okay? Thank you. Great explanation. Uh, I have a huge question. What is the role of spirituality, meaning, and purpose? So I have a reason, clear intention to push through the overwhelm. Yeah, Amy, that's a that's a very needed question. Uh, what what is the spirituality and the meaning and the purpose behind of this? And if you cannot find that, so many times you are gonna have a hard time pushing through because your intention is not going to be very strong. In my case, in my own personal example that I share about my resistance that I'm noticing about creating a calendar with weekly live sessions in my own website, like my clear intention and the purpose is when I meditate, I always see myself sharing, supporting to the best of my abilities, showing up for the people that take my courses. That's a must for me. That's something that it fills my heart. So I know that the purpose is there. I know that my spirit, my spirit, my spirituality, my it's telling me, guiding me towards that. I want that in my life. No matter what, I want that in my life. It's non-negotiable. So from that understanding and awareness, when I start facing these obstacles, I can put things in perspective in a way that, yeah, this is uncomfortable. Yes, I don't have an answer for this. I don't know how to do this. Yes, this feels weird. Yes, I am feeling lack of flexibility here. But that's just one obstacle on my journey of pursuing what is important to me. Okay? So that's how I bring the spirituality and the purpose. I always remind myself, why are you doing this? What is your life vision about this specific thing and the role that you want to become and you want to embody? Okay? Amy says, I need, uh, I think I needed permission to listen through the whole course first. I felt like I was cheating doing it that way. My perfectionist overachiever. I got very overwhelmed with all the information in the first lesson. Now I understand why it was set up that way. I need to know the why to fully commit. Yeah, and uh, Amy, that's, that's beautiful awareness. Again, some people will go lesson by lesson. And it will feel good to them to maybe spend one week on each lesson and they don't want to move forward because they don't need to and they know that. Some other people may need to have a general overview first, okay, of all the strategies so that they let them sink inside. Uh, And this is for me. Like, for example, when I read the messages in the course classroom that you guys share, 
Uh, I normally, I will read them and then I will leave and I will not answer. And I will just sit with it. And I will just sit with it, feel the comment. Uh, if it's a long one, maybe I will read it again and then I will just leave again and I will kind of like let it sink inside and I will let answers, let inspiration, let ideas come out or come to me. And then when I sit and I press the record button, I don't need to write anything. I don't need to read anything. It just flows through me. But why does it flow through me? Because I took the time to read and I took the time. I allow myself some time to really internalize that message, internalize the experience that that person is going through, internalize the question that that person shared. And then I let it sink with my own system and body and, and mind to think, what is the best way to support this person? And then I ask, what can I know right now or how can I support this person in the best way possible? What does this person need to know from me? I ask myself this question. And then when I respond, I try to then let that flow through me. So that's a way for you to give yourself permission to honor the way you learn, okay? And we talk about this. You need to learn you need to discover what is the best way for you to learn new concepts and honor that. And in your case, Amy, you were noticing that you, your, your perfectionism wanted to really do the math, a lot of work with each session, but deep inside, your intuition was telling you, just relax, information is not going to go away, I can go back to the lesson anytime I want, and I allow myself to go through the course one time, and then I can go back to the lesson that I feel inspired to dive deeper into, okay? And some people do that and enjoy that. I enjoy that, especially when with heavy topics that dive too much into detail. If I don't have a general overview first, I have a hard time diving deeper. I need to have a general view first, but that's my brain. And I know that other people may function differently. So honor the way you function. Okay, that's my recommendation. Janet says, I'm also needing to multitask and can usually hear from the other room, but today I can't. <laughs> yeah, multitasking is, uh, again, notice how you multitask during the day and notice how multitasking affects your attention control and your focus. Okay, majority of the times I notice that if I am multitasking too much, uh, I am not centered and grounded in the activity that I'm doing and I am not as efficient. Sometimes it's okay to multitask and it is necessary, but sometimes you can, you can choose to protect your time and your environment and to create a bubble, temporary bubble, protected so that you can be the best self, you can maintain your focus and your attention. But this is your choice, okay? Kay says, sorry, miss the terms cognitive along with something flexibility. Yeah, Kay, uh, cognitive flexibility or adaptable thinking. That is another executive functioning skill that we covered already. And if you want to listen to the recording, just click on my profile link on Inside Timer and you will find the membership with all the recordings in there. That's a, an executive functioning skill that allows you to be flexible in the way you think, allows you to brainstorm, allows you to see reality from different points of view. 
And anytime you notice yourself reacting strongly to something, I will say that majority of the times there is some sort of lack of flexibility there that you can explore. You can ask yourself, why am I being so rigid about this? Why is this triggering me emotionally? Why do I feel tense? Why do I feel like I need to separate myself or I need to run away or avoid? So those are questions that you can ask when you notice that rigidity coming up. Okay? Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I just got clear on meaning, purpose, and why my higher power needs me to integrate this content to grow spiritually in my physical health, to cultivate emotional maturity, and most importantly, to be of service to others. Yeah, beautiful, uh, beautiful, Amy. Beautiful awareness. Yeah, guys, these this executive functioning skills, uh, they really apply to every area of your life. They really do. Because these skills, they, they, they are your brain, right? So the CEO of your brain controls the way you think, the way you act, the way you communicate, the way you uh, you behave. And if you don't have an understanding and awareness of how these skills work and the relationship that you have with them, it is very difficult for you to make progress, to change. Because awareness is always the first step in everything. You need to be aware of what's happening. And then from that place of awareness, you then need to accept, forgive, and embrace the new the reality that you are in. And then you need to disconnect emotionally from the past so that you don't feel traumatized, so that you don't feel charged, that you don't feel stuck in the past. And once you are in that place of, I am aware of what happened, I am aware of what I did, I am aware of my habits, I am aware of something I need to change, I accept what I did until now, I forgive myself for not knowing better, I am choosing something different now, and now I can move forward with setting a new intention. Okay? Yeah, so guys, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, time is up. Um, do you guys have any like burning questions before I go that you would like me to touch base on or you want to share? Uh, I'm sure I missed some of your questions in the chat, um, but it goes really fast. So Amy says, every challenge I've been through in life alcoholism, PTSD, even sexual assault, lifelong eating disorder, the light as the end of the tunnel has always been, I know I can help others when I pull through this. Yeah, so that's your mantra, Amy. I know I can help others when I pull through this. Beautiful. Such an inspiration, right? When you say those words, I'm sure that you feel excited, you feel inspired, you feel Energized to keep pushing through. So that's amazing. Liz says, can you remind me of when your workshop is? This is great. So Liz, uh, I don't have a workshop. I do have a course here on Inside Timer. Okay. It's called Understanding Your Executive Functioning Skills. You can access it in my courses tab. I have tried three times already to set up a workshop about executive functioning skills. But I guess Inside Timer is really busy with workshops and they didn't, I didn't hear back from them. So what I'm planning, uh, I am doing Zoom sessions. I'm going to start probably next week. And then there's going to be a calendar where you can access another weekly live session with me. 
uh, but this will be through Zoom video conference, okay? And that's going to be a mix of Q&A, support call, and I can also cover a specific topic every week. So that's going to happen in my website, and that will be ready next week. So just check my website, kwprofessionalorganizers.com, uh, for updates, and you can subscribe to get emails, and I will notify you when that's ready. So I can do one live session there, live video about the topic that you guys need, okay? Um, yeah, but the course I think is really good and the, and you can access the course classroom list. So, and anybody who joins the course, use the course classroom to ask any questions, to celebrate any progress. Uh, just share whatever you need in that safe space. That's for you. That's lifetime access. So it doesn't matter if you finish the course and you come back a year later you always have access to that and you can always ask questions and I love, that's the best part of my job, guys. Uh, I love reading from you, your reviews, your course classroom engagements and the way my work and these sessions impact your life. And I always learn from your experiences. When people share what they are going through, how they are applying the concepts in their own lives, that's always the most fulfilling feeling that I always experience and I check them daily okay unless I am on vacation or I am out of wi-fi every day I do check them and I do reply very quickly so take advantage of that asset okay and then Casey so you have any recordings about applying what learning here for someone else's clutter and their functioning uh, I have I have a live session okay uh, a live session that was called how to help Others who have clutter. I think that was the name. You can access that session and we talk about how to support other people who have clutter. Because at the end of the day, they need to be the ones asking for help. And if they are not open to receiving help, if they don't have a problem with clutter, then there is very little that you can do. Okay? So they need to be ready. They need to be in a place to be able to accept help. So if they are not there yet... You can inspire them by sharing a book, uh, watching a documentary, like minimalism documentary is really good, uh, by modeling for them how life can be better without the clutter so that they can see and they can get inspired by your example. But always without judging, without asking them to do something that they don't want to do, okay? So just be, be mindful that Judge, being judgmental or imposing ideas on someone else, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So maybe bring them to one of these live sessions or point them into one of my live sessions about like decluttering or I don't know. Whatever you think may be the best fit for them. Um, Amy says, Emilio, I have listened to your replies more than once and almost always share them with Matthew. Thank you, Amy. Thank you so much for sharing there. Yeah, thank you, Tatiana. Uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed this session. Yeah, so guys, I'm going to let you go now. I'm going to let you maintain, no, stop focusing on this session. And I want you to change your attention to the next thing that you are planning on doing, okay? And always do that with intention and always set an intention before getting started, okay? Uh, 
Yeah, the Marie Kondo show Netflix is really good too. And, and their book, her books are nice. Some people connect with them, some people don't. Uh, Julie Morgenstern has also very nice books about decluttering and organizing that you can check. Uh, so guys, thank you for being here again. Uh, I release your attention now. <laughs> okay, have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you on Thursday at the same time. And if you want to listen to the recording, just come to the profile link and you will find them there. Okay, bye.